Hello and welcome to the Sensibly Speaking Podcast. This is Chris Shelton, the critical thinker at large. And as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube with video this week, I am joined by my beautiful wife, Melissa. Hello. <laughs> Uh, so we are doing a uh, special podcast this week because we have just finished a 30-day uh, off social media, off the internet kind of challenge. It was not really totally off the internet, but it was definitely off all social mm -hmm, media, mm -hmm. all platforms. Uh, everything came off the phone. Yeah. Um, no looking on the computer, no Facebooking, no Instagram, mm -hmm. Twitter. None of it. Um, and we quit TV. Yep. We didn't do any TV for the last uh, month. Right. Um, we did, um, or rather I should say we didn't, we did uh, two movies a week mm -hmm. we gave ourselves, right? Which were movies, not TV shows right. or binge watching series TV. So we would go on Netflix and watch a two hour movie or, you know, the other night yeah. we watched uh, Star is Born, mm -hmm. uh, you know, because uh, that was one of the Oscar winners. So... We've been kind of practicing abstinence from most uh, internet things, though, uh, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, we've you like, uh, the rules were no social media, no random streaming or YouTube or mm -hmm. podcasts, no um, just browsing. If you were on the internet, you had to be, you know, like I was doing research, right, so of right, course exactly. I'd have to look up some things. Yeah. But nothing, no distractions, no nothing, right? And I was, right. and I was pretty good about that um, as far as keeping the distractions and mm -hmm. stuff off the line. I continued posting videos, as you all know, but I only went to the sites to post the video. That was it. Uh, I didn't go there to look at likes or answer questions or feedback or any of that. And for the first couple of weeks, I think I was off of the YouTube comments, mm -hmm. too. I eventually caved on that. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just, I, I you know, I get questions from you guys uh, for my Q&A show. And I didn't, I, th I thought a month I could deal with not looking at any of the comments. But, um, you know, my when I put my work up, your feedback, the immediate feedback is important. Because if I made a mistake or an error in something, I want to know about it. Because I'll take it down or I'll fix it. That's happened before. So I had to see that because um, as good as my eyes can be mm -hmm. editing and reviewing stuff, yeah, you I still miss stuff. Exactly. You can always miss stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so I wanted to check that and then also get questions that people were asking me. So I did end up allowing myself to get back in the comment section on my channel. But that was it. Uh, okay, so let's see. How did it go? Man, we kept a little... Log. I guess first off, I can't really remember exactly what I was thinking about it a month ago. Yeah, yeah. It was an idea that I saw on the internet from other YouTubers and other um, people who had posted 30-day challenges to get off social media. I thought it was a good idea, and I had felt like social media was becoming... Uh, too intrusive in my life. Now, the truth is that happened about two years ago <laughs> that it became too intrusive. Oh, yeah. I was only willing to acknowledge the fact that it was too mm -hmm. intrusive now mm -hmm. because I was noticing 
um, you know, uh, ill will, you know, anger, real, real vile oh, yeah, stuff yeah. coming up in me um, in response to some stories, in response oh, sure. to some people's comments and criticisms and negativity. And I really didn't like that about myself. And I didn't like what it was bringing out in me. And mm -hmm. I started thinking a lot about it. I didn't go researching, you know, all the reasons like, uh, like, okay, good. So now let's do confirmation bias and go find all the articles on the internet that tell you why the internet's bad and why social media is bad. And let's read all those. And I know oh, absolutely it's totally horrible and let's just get rid of it all. And we're just going to quit for 30 days. That's not yeah. how this went down. <laughs> it was just kind of like, can we do it? Yeah. Like that was, test, yeah. yeah, that was kind of more of the thing. And I knew at this point that there was going to be an addiction curve. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that's technically the right word, but I think everybody gets what I mean by yeah, that. Yeah. Like coming, you know, like you when you're addicted to something, then you have to have it. You feel the need to have this thing around in your life mm -hmm. for some reason. Person, place, drug, whatever. Um, I was definitely addicted. Yeah. No question about it. Completely addicted. Routinely. All day, every day. Checking my Twitter feed on my phone. Checking my Facebook feed on my phone. Uh, looking at Instagram every now and again, but not really paying a, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't really pay too much attention to Instagram. Um, ironically, Instagram is the least uh, uh, harsh right, 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 right. <laughs> of them. Um, if, if, if any of them I should put back on my phone, it's probably Instagram. Uh, none of them are going back on my phone. But um, anyway, so we went off kind of with the idea of let's see what happens. I don't know if we're actually going to be able to do this or not. And I was going to do it. And then I said, well, do you want to do it too? Because I thought it would be easier for me to do it if she did it too. Mm -hmm. it, I, I, it wasn't because I was trying to do any good for you. That, <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was all selfish. It was completely selfish. <laughs> I just need the support system. So you're doing it too. <laughs> but, it, but I asked her and, she, and you yeah, readily agreed. I did, I mean, yeah. Yeah. What was your thinking on it? Well, what do you mean exactly? Like, why did you agree to do it? And what were you thinking we were going to experience or get out of it? Or what, what What was your thinking about social media before all this? I mean, I definitely felt like it was a problem, you know? Like, it, it definitely got me all riled up and excited. But I, like you said, I mean, I was so addicted to it that I couldn't really, truly admit that and... You know. <laughs> That's a thing, you know. I mean, I'm just putting myself out there mm -hmm. saying, look, I was. I'm, there's no question in my mind. Yeah. It was an addiction. Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, I was not. And, and by addiction, I mean, this is going to be a layman definition, but for me, addiction is I don't have the ability to exert self-discipline or self-control over my actions mm -hmm. in regards to this, that, or the other, whatever it is I'm addicted to. Right. You know, if I, it, it, and, and it's, a, I would say there's probably a spectrum. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to say it's a black and white thing. You know, you're, you're good, you're good, you're good. Suddenly, oh, you're, now you're addicted, right? I don't think it's like that. I think it's a yeah. gradual process. Oh, yeah, totally. You know? But I think that that process is, um, is something that we um, can definitely be a lot more aware of uh, for ourselves in reviewing our own situations. And... You know, and kind of, and kind of be be kind of honest about it. You know, I'm just gonna. I, I mean, the A word was gonna come up here. There's no way to do something like this and talk honestly about social media without it coming up. 
But this isn't. This whole episode's not about how wrong all you guys are and how right we are and how wonderful we are for what we did and how right, right. how you guys better get on board. <laughs> That's. I, I wanted to do this without getting going there. Right, right. You know, um, but I do want to, you know, talk honestly about it too. So yeah, so addiction was a thing. Um, so day one, we we I kept some notes mm-hmm. as we were going. We were go- I wanted to do a more video diarying or vlogging about it, but um, it, it it sort of worked out. It was just yeah. that the first week was. It was hard. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I mean, there was the initial, oh, this isn't that bad sort of thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Like the first day or two, we're like, well, this isn't so bad. I'm I'm dealing with this Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, Yeah, but then things got rough. I mean, there were even, I don't know. I mean, there were headaches. There were, like, it wasn't, I, I didn't experience, like, Heavy physical symptoms, no, no. nothing like that. But there was, there were hmm. issues, you know. But me being a fairly uh, introverted, introspective person, I should say, um, you know, I was really, really thinking a lot about what was going on, and I was trying to pay a lot of attention to what was happening with me as we were going. So on day one, you know, I had to turn off all the notifications on the phone because I was surprised at how many were still coming right, in. Right. I had taken Facebook and Twitter off uh, and Instagram, mm-hmm. but all these other notifications kept coming. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, wow, I didn't realize all this stuff was mm-hmm. pinging me all day, you know. So I turned all that off, uh, set off, turned off the email notifications. Oh, that was the other thing was email was only going to be every other day. Right, right. Um, and that stuck for the most part, I think, until about the last week or so, where I started just, you know, checking, just having the email there. But it was mostly because I was just answering them so fast, there was right, hardly any right. email you there. You didn't need to worry about you know? that. Yeah. So we did a couple recordings. I'll show you some snippets here. I mean, yesterday, day one, sucked. Oh, yeah. I mean, god damn, that was a horrible day. Uh, it was like shell shock. I thought, I thought I just felt like in shock all day, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. But today has been totally the opposite. I mean, it was funny because we went to bed early. Yeah. And then I got up, no problem with you. Yeah, yeah. Six a.m. You know, and so you're getting up, I'm getting up, and uh, you went off to work. So did I. I started mm-hmm. getting to work, you know. And I mean, I I was handling emails from a year ago. Wow. Because I just I'll sit on stuff because I don't want to just trash stuff people send me. But if I don't have anything to say right away, or they're sending me some link to an hour and a half documentary, yeah, I gotta watch that damn thing before I answer their email. Right, you know? right. So sometimes it takes me a while to find an hour and a half to watch some mm-hmm. random documentary that somebody sends me, you know, which is totally cool. I like it when people do that, but you know, sometimes it takes me a little while. So I did some of that today. I caught up on stuff from like that I've been sitting on for a long time, and that just felt so good. And then handled, you know, a bunch of other stuff. And I realized that the reason why I felt so much more productive when I was in the Sea Org, and the reason why the Sea Org guys are so fucking, like, bzz, 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 all the time, uh-huh. is because not one of them is on social media. Oh, yeah, totally. This guy is the oh. most photo-averse cat animal I have ever seen. He's, he's like, amazing how averse he is to cameras. Oh, he's laying down. Wow. Uh That's a good boy. 
This is like a long term, like a long sighting of seven on a camera. <laughs> this is very hard to do. But then this morning or today, um, the other thing I noticed, one of the other things I noticed that was huge was uh, how quiet it was. Oh, yeah. Like yesterday, I mean, quiet here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I came to, re I'm looking around the apartment today and I was like, well, the quiet, the apartment's always been this quiet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, unless there's some construction work or something going on. Yeah. It's pretty quiet here. So I just get my work done and stuff, right? But I'm usually not aware of how quiet it is because there's so much buzz uh -huh. going on in my head. And... Um, today all that buzz wasn't there because I didn't mm. wake up first thing this morning. Check look it. At look at Twitter. Get in a fight. Exactly. <laughs> the all order again. Yeah, let me, let me send out some nasty grams on Twitter <laughs> before I go get breakfast, you know? Yeah. So I, um, so one, I didn't, I, yesterday, not a single thought about Trump until like 1130 in the morning, right? Which is like insane for me. And then today... It was only when I was telling another person about that that yeah, was yeah. the first time I thought of Trump. And that was like at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Like just whole days are going by where I'm not thinking about all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's not making all this like, but it's not like this buzzing in my amygdala that just won't stop. You know, it just kind of zzz. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like, it's, it's kind of not there. And it, it's, 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 I, it's, I know that I'm kind of making a little bit of a high on it right now because I know we got a long way to go with mm -hmm. this. But it's, today was definitely better than yesterday. I've now heard on a video that I'm going to link to this podcast in the show notes um, called Can We Autocorrect Humanity? It's a great video. Really good. Real short little rap uh, that lays out a whole bunch of stuff about this. One of the facts he says in the video is that we spend four years of our lives staring at our phones. Wow. That's what it's come to now. So that's, that's those little moments, you know, they all add up to oh, four yeah. years of your life. Um, you know, I wrote some stuff about politics and um, I'm not going to read all of that, but the thing that I realized that I wanted to share early on with this was um, how useless so much of our communication oh, on yeah. social media is. I would watch you get into fights. I would get into fights mm -hmm. with people, and I would you would get so upset. I would get so upset at these people. Yeah. Complete strangers. Mm -hmm. Friends of, of friends. Yeah. Right? Sometimes distant relatives. Yeah. Not, not relatives we're hanging out with no, or having no. dinner with <laughs> or seeing. I mean, we're talking about cousins and right, stuff, right? Right, yeah. Like, these are just, they might as well be strangers. Yeah. Um, for all that you've ever seen or interacted or mm -hmm. have anything to do with them. And you get in these fights with them. And we have these ideas, I certainly have, I know you did, mm -hmm. that we're gonna change minds, we're gonna change hearts and minds, we're gonna do, you know, we're gonna do good work, we're gonna do, we're gonna, we're gonna bring some, you know, a little bit of rationality to the world, we're gonna do some critical thinking now, we're gonna, you know, apply some of this knowledge and change some minds, or at least present a good argument that they'll have to, you know, they'll, they'll be forced to logically respond to this one. Yeah. <laughs> did that ever work? I, no. I don't think it ever did. Not, no. No. Very rarely. I can literally count 
this many times in all the years that I've been on social media, which has been six or seven years mm -hmm. now, this is how many times I have actually changed somebody's mind. Now, I have done it. Hmm. It is hard to do. Um, it is very hard to do. I've done it with strangers as well as friends. It's not just friends of mine that I, that I knew in real life mm -hmm. that, I, that I had arguments with. In fact, I don't argue with those people on social media. I don't argue with my friends that much. No, no. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, actually, I should say, it, it comes, some stuff comes up sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it's mostly strangers. It's, right, it's, exactly. You know, it, it's like a friend of yours posts something that's that's incendiary for whatever reason. Yeah. Politics, religion, choose your poison. Yeah. One of their friends says something harsh or nasty. Mm-hmm. And then you're, it's on your feed. Mm-hmm. Well... I'm going to let this guy know what's what. Yeah, yeah. You know, time for a little changing hearts and minds. Time for a little street epistemology on social media. Time uh -huh. for, you know, let's break every rule we know. <laughs> <laughs> because this time it's going to be different. And, you know, and here we go. Or I know for a lot of other people it is they just kind of get off on arguing. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not that guy. No. I don't get off on arguing. I feel worse after arguing. Yeah, I feel significantly definitely. worse. Um, so I'm not that personality type, right? No. And I don't actually even know anybody who's that personality type. Right. Not in real life. I don't know anybody who enjoys arguing on the internet, who gets off on, right. on making people wrong or, you know, lambasting them or whatever. So... Um, so there is that type of personality that you'll find or can look for easy and find pretty fast. Um, but, but I ask you, to what end? You're upset. You didn't change any minds. Nope. <laughs> you know? If anything, it's actually worse, which I'll go into a little bit later. And you just feel bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're riled up. Like you had an argument, because you did. Yep. With another human being. Some human being who doesn't know you, you don't know them, you don't know anything about them, except a picture. Yeah. Right? Or, for, again, friend of a friend. Maybe you, you know, maybe you actually did interact with them a yeah, few times yeah. in real life, but you still don't really know this nope. person. Why do we care what they think? At all. Who cares? You know? Who cares? I mean, we, and, and it was funny because we would have these talks about this before we did the challenge. Yeah. But it never really changed anything. No, it didn't. You know, because you just keep feeling like this time's going to be different. Yeah. What for you, what was, you know, because I know not everybody wants to change other people's minds. They, some people just want to argue or just want to say whatever they want to say. Yeah. I'm curious what other motivations there were. You know? I think... I mean, trying to get them to change their mind, sure, but I also think kind of a, a desire to show them that they're wrong, you know, to be like, look, no, here's the real evidence. You've got the wrong facts, you know? <laughs> right. And did, now, and this is not a loaded question and it's not a rehearsed conversation. No. Did it ever work? No. I think they just got more mad at me, and I got more mad at them, and then it escalated. And exactly. Yeah. I mean, you always start out calmly, and you're like, well, have you ever considered this? And then it escalates to you're an idiot liberal or you're a dumb Republican or something. You know, it always just... <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. The labels come out, the mm-hmm. name calling starts. Yeah. And any semblance of a mm-hmm. conversation is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's perfectly okay on social media in our culture to act that way and be that way because that's the standard we've adopted. It's a wrong standard. Yeah. We're we are really messing ourselves up with this. I talked in my podcast last week with Rachel about the fact that doubling down and arguing with that and working, you know, that you that all you're doing is reinforcing the other person's belief mm-hmm. by arguing with them or trying to show them alternative facts. Exactly. Or exactly. The, from their facts, right? Trying to show them studies or mm-hmm, links or this mm-hmm. or that. You know, it's it's a it's a bizarre like I said, we talked about it last week. So if you haven't seen that podcast, please check it out because it's actually part of this conversation that when you are engaging with somebody on social media like that and you're, and you're using labels or insults or are in any way coming after them and making them feel defensive, and this works both ways. It's going to work for you too when people are coming after you. You double, triple, quadruple down on your beliefs, your ideas. Oh, yeah. You don't change them. That's not our tendency. That's not where we tend to go. Nope. You have to be... Somebody who is initially open to the idea of changing your mind before you're going to be willing to do that. And most people you're going to talk to, engage with on social media, I feel safe in saying most people, are not in that frame of mind when they go onto social media and when they start interacting or engaging. So you really want to be clear about what your goals are. Mm-hmm. And on this, on this point, on these platforms, and right, I, th- right. I think our goals have become dispersed and diffused, and, oh, yeah. and it's just sort of part of our life now. Yeah, and it's our way of communicating with our peeps, and you know, it's our way of promoting ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things to this, but, um, you know, it's just not. It, it's it, it's not only not helping the situation to right. engage that way with other people. It's so counterproductive, and what blows me away is how blind I was to it with the amount of things I know about Mm -hmm. thinking and critical thinking and rhetoric and all this that I've been teaching myself all these years and talking about, for me to not even realize this until it really hit me in the face during this challenge, that every conversation I had with somebody, conversation, quote-unquote, that I had with somebody on social media that ended badly, and many, many, many of them, oh, yeah. far too many of them did, was actually, I was actually making it worse for myself next time around with that person. Oh, or yeah, because with... they're not going to listen to you, and they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, you're that guy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I've actually made it worse even for the next guy who's going to talk to that right, guy. Right, that might have the... Be approaching it differently. They don't care because oh, you're you're that crazy liberal, too. Exactly, libtards. <laughs> you know, whatever, right? Mm. Um, so, so we, we, you know, it's just it's just wholly counterproductive to be doing that. I think I think I got that point across pretty well. There was another point I wanted to make about the social media thing, and this is obvious, um, but it wasn't obvious to me, and so maybe it's not obvious to everybody else. Um, you know, the other thing about arguing with each other on social media is that you're arguing with the people who can't do a goddamn thing about the problem you're arguing right, about. Right, right. 
I just like to they're point not, that out. Yeah, they're not the president. They're not in Congress. Congress. <laughs> they're like, not in a house. They're not even in a state house. They're yeah. not even at a local level. Odds are you're not, I mean, unless you're specifically interacting with politicians. Right. You're not talking to anybody who can do anything about the problem that we're facing. They're frustrated. We're frustrated. You know, you're frustrated. I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. We take our frustrations out on each other. Well, that's not constructive. We know that. But we're also, you know, what's the point of, of having that argument with somebody when the end of it is going to be they're frustrated and you're frustrated. Okay, so during this time, I also got a great chance with all this time that I found myself saving throughout the day, because I work from home here, and it wasn't like my entire days were just disappearing into Facebook. It wasn't that bad, but it was bad enough that it was constantly distracting me from, I'd mm -hmm. be on a research line or I'd be reading something and suddenly, wait a minute. Ding, ding, yeah. Yeah, it was like this alarm bell goes off. Uh, Twitter feed, uh, what has Trump said? Uh, what, uh, what it, did anybody look at that post I wrote? And what are the likes and shares on it? You know, like, like these are the thoughts that, that would torment my day. <laughs> and, and every time that, you, that I would go off of what I was doing to go look at that and then come back, studies show that apparently that's 25 minutes that you have to take to get back into the zone on average, mm -hmm. to get back into your work groove. Uh, every time you're going off of this, your head's going to be, you know, off in the clouds to some degree, thinking about what you were looking at or doing rather than being focused on the work in front of you. So this was definitely impacting my work. Getting rid of all of this stuff opened up. I mean, my time blossomed where not only for writing, but for reading and researching, mm -hmm. which is vital for the work that I do especially for the videos I'm trying to produce now about emotions and, you know, and then that, that e-meter is coming right up next. So, yeah. um, so I've been reading Righteous Mind, Waking mm -hmm. Up by Sam Harris, a uh, bunch of other stuff, a bunch of articles and studies and, and, and uh, academic write-ups and stuff from people about these topics that have been invaluable. Uh, said I had a lot more time to do that. It was so quiet. And slowly but surely over the days, it became quieter in my head. So that addiction curve I was talking about was worse. It was the worst for the first week. Yeah. That was where the oh, most yeah. temptations were. Mm -hmm. That was where the most frustration at not, you know, being able to go do that thing that I used to be able to go do would kind of set yeah, in a little yeah. bit too, you know, I mean, a little bit of self-resentment even. <laughs> God damn it, why am I doing this to myself? You know? <laughs> but, you know, I was good. I was I was home alone and I was good. I was a good chicken. So, um, and I also, by the way, something you might not notice, but in taking things off my computer and stuff, I was also finding Microsoft installing software on my computer I didn't even know about. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. They put OneNote and Candy Crush and Skype Candy on my computer. Crush. I was like, well, I didn't want any of this, you know. So I had more time to actually see the details of my own life mm. uh, across a number of places. I mean, in relationship with my family, mm. with my friends. Uh, the, the number of things that have happened to me over the last month are in, I mean, I just can't even begin to tell you. Because of all this study and reading I was doing, my head was exploding over all the stuff I was learning and the Scientology stuff that I was unlearning and having all of these like massive um, 
realizations about stuff that had been, it part, again, just all part of that recovery process, part of the learning process, or, you know, all of that stuff. So, uh, so that was that, having the time for that and having the free attention to appreciate what was happening and be able to experience it in real time, so to speak, and and giving myself the freedom of thought to to not be distracted by all this other meaningless crap was very um, healing, helpful, useful. Uh, you know, it did a lot for me. Let's put it that way. I I, I guess you could say there was. Uh, in Scientology terms, there was more case gain per hour than ever before. The Scientologists will understand that. Um, oh yeah, reputation management. Remember yeah. we were learning about this? Oh yeah, totally. So we've been reading Righteous Mind by mm -hmm. Height and mm -hmm. the Happiness Hypothesis. And Height is far from my guru. There's a whole bunch of stuff in Righteous Mind I don't agree with. Right, right. Especially when he gets into the politics and religious yeah, stuff. he gets a little wrong. And little, yeah, he gets a little, a little biased. <laughs> I, 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 I actually have reached out to him, and I have invited him to be on my podcast. I doubt he's even going to answer my email. But I am interested in talking with him on this podcast about that, and I hope he, I hope he responds. But I'm, we're not going to talk about the specifics of what I disagree with. The point was that he did talk about some things in the first two-thirds of the book that made a lot of sense about how we think, why we think the way we do, how we come to conclusions about things, how our brains work. Um, and some of that was pretty interesting stuff, really got me thinking about a lot of things. And one of them was that um, one of the points that he made that I can see and agree with is uh, that a lot of our um, care and worry and attention is naturally on reputation management. Oh, yeah. And if you think about that for a little bit, it makes a lot of sense because all the activities we do on social media basically fall under the umbrella of reputation management to yep. one degree or another. Put up your pretty picture, you know, write your little thing about how your day is going and yeah. say the right things and leave out the right things. That's right. <laughs> Post the photos of the vacation spots yeah, you've yeah. been. How happy you are with your significant other. Right. You know. And that's and of course, you know, we always say this. We always go, well, of course it's fine that you're happy yeah, with your significant yeah. other. It's fine you're going around all these places or doing all these things. But why share it all? Yeah, why does everybody else need to know about your dinner? Exactly. <laughs> Reputation management. That's why. That's what compels us to do this. Mm -hmm. And it, it, this is not going to be particularly enlightening for some people out there. But for me, it sure as hell was. I mean, I went and went, wow, I hadn't even thought about it that way. Uh, I had thought about the social. I had thought about the social media platforms as ego boosting or ego feeding, even narcissistic in some ways. But I, but I hadn't, but that was all self-centered. I hadn't thought about the, the reputational aspect yeah. of it, that you're trying to, you know, that the ego boosts and the narcissism are fed by the positive reinforcement yep. you're supposed to be getting from all these other people out there who are liking and sharing and tweeting and whatever else, yep. your stuff. And here's the thing. If reputation management is actually crucial to our moral structure and foundation and the way we think and act, and it actually compels us to act in many, many of the ways that we act without us even being aware of the fact that that's why we're doing what we're doing, um, 
then social media is a 10 megaton bomb waiting to go off for everybody because yeah. you're going to just, that's why the addiction happens is because we become addicted to our reputation management. Yep. And this fear of missing out, yep. you know, is, is another aspect of it too. It's not one thing. There's never one thing as to why this is all going on, but this is a really important foundational aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, the fear of missing out is a whole nother thing, you know, in, in the race of modern society, there's so much going on so fast, so many things happening. Do you remember right now as you sit here listening to this or as you're doing your chores listening to this, do you remember what was the scandal of the day 30 days ago in the Donald Trump presidency? Nope. <laughs> do you remember what it was 60 days ago, 90 days ago? No. Do you remember what Not it was last week? Yeah, you know. Right? No. I mean, I know about the Michael Cohen stuff right now, but yeah, that's about it. That's about it, right? Yeah. So... Uh, one, things are happening so fast that it's like they're, they're, they just get buried as quickly as they're happening. You can't, you know, you can't possibly keep up with all this stuff because there's just so much happening all around the world and stuff. But even in politics or in local matters and stuff, it's still, there's just too much going on. But we fear not being in the loop you know, hey, did you hear about that story? Oh, no, not yet, but I better hurry up and get on my feet uh -huh, so I can find uh -huh, out. Uh -huh. Right? Uh, when, you, when you forcibly remove all that from your life for a period of time, the importance of it at first spikes. First few days, like we said, we were going through this whole thing. Oh, my God, I really feel like I'm missing out. I really feel like something's happening somewhere in the world that's going to affect me somehow that I'm not going to see coming or I'm not going to know about. Right. Well, after a few days of no fires, right, floods, right. you know, <laughs> storms, catastrophes, military intervention, <laughs> uh, riots, you know, with, with, when none of these things are happening, because none of these things are, have been happening, are happening, are going to happen. I mean, we're, we're actually living in a world that is progressively getting better in many ways, That's which true. will be the That's subject true. of future podcasts. Um, but when you live in this world of, 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 uh, that, that we have created, this virtual world, and that is more important to you than the real world, yeah. and, the, and the fear of consequences in the real world are coming from all of these inflated, exaggerated, hyped up mm -hmm, reports mm -hmm. about how bad everything is, then you're kind of surprised that after four or five days, the world hasn't gone to hell in a handbasket. Right, basket, exactly, you know? exactly. But guess what? It didn't. Nope, it sure didn't. And after seven days, it didn't. And after 10 days, it didn't. And after three weeks, it didn't. And after a month, here we sit. Nothing's exploded so far. Nothing's, <laughs> nothing. And not one of the things that, because I spent some time today going back over some of the news from the last couple weeks, and looking over some of this stuff, and not one thing that happened in the last 30 days was of any direct importance on my life at all. Right. But had I still been doing social media every day, I would have told you all of this mm -hmm. potentially affects my life, mm -hmm. and I need to know about all of it. Right, exactly. And this is very important time that I'm spending doing this. This is not yeah, just yeah, some... Yeah. I'm not just some casual, you know, browser user, yeah, yeah, yeah. user, exactly. So I was convinced. 
that I needed to stay in the loop all the time, and I was frantic about staying in the loop. Yeah. Um, I could. I had reasons for my work. I had reasons for myself mm -hmm. personally. I had reasons mm -hmm. for you. You know, because of you know, healthcare and all that yeah, kind of stuff, yeah. right? Uh, hell, even myself, as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah. But none of it ended up mattering at all. And after a week, it was really super clear mm -hmm. how inflated we make all that. Oh, yeah. Crazy. So here are some thoughts we had about a week ago. We did a little video here, and uh, I wanted to share some of these with you, too. Frankly, uh, you know, we had a couple shots and clips and things from the first couple days. And then it just got so painful that <laughs> I stopped turning the camera on for a little while. Um, but then things kind of chilled and our, I don't know, we just kind of got into a little bit of a different pattern uh -huh, of our uh -huh. life, you know? I mean, as far as you, I work from home, you know, you come home from work and yeah. then we're chilling together, like together. Yeah, exactly. Not... <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's the thing. We're, when we go out to eat, when we are sitting at home, when we're having dinner here or whatever we're doing, we're not on our phones anymore. Mm -hmm. And there was a couple times where, before we did this whole thing, where you were like, you know, so are you going to pay attention to your phone or mm -hmm, me, you know, mm -hmm. sort of thing. <laughs> um, when we were eating or yeah, when we were yeah. doing stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. The only time I cheated was yesterday because it was my birthday and I wanted to see all the happy birthday stuff, so. Right, <laughs> right. But how's it been for you as far as the day-to-day? -day? Um, it's getting better. I mean, I'm not, like, thinking about it as much. I feel like I'm in a better mood as I'm not arguing with people. <laughs> well, you know, one thing certainly to say about this, and I, I mean, I'm a, a thousand, I, I'm, I'm, anything I'm going to say or notice about you, I was a thousand times worse at, right? <laughs> so it's not like this is like, eh, uh -huh. I would wake up in the morning first thing, even before you woke up sometimes, because mm -hmm. I, I just wake mm -hmm. up at weird times in the, in the middle of the night. <laughs> I haven't had a full night's sleep in a long time. Mm -hmm. Except one night when we did this. Yeah. The fir one of the first nights we did this, I actually had a full night's sleep, which mm -hmm. was amazing. Oh, by the way, just to say this, uh, you know, it's, I, I mean, we're newlyweds. Mm -hmm. So we're, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it's all that. But it actually is more meaningful time together when mm -hmm. we're not spending it on the on couch the phone, yeah. or on the phone yeah watching tv mm -hmm. or just inputting stuff when we're yeah. when we're sharing or talking or uh you know drinking or smoking or whatever <laughs> else we might be getting up to um but it's it's kind of like it it puts you together more mm -hmm. you know and uh and it's not like we always have things to talk about because no, we don't I mean, you Sometimes, run out of stuff but... yeah so we're reading mm -hmm. more, mm -hmm. but you've also not come home upset as much, mm -hmm. you know, because you saw something somebody said yeah, or yeah. somebody was wrong on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have definitely um, changed too. Yeah, you know? I feel like I'm calmer. <laughs> I, I, and I, I think I am too mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to be you know whatever slightly judgmental or whatever I think you have been as well I think this has been a, mm -hmm. a positive thing for us oh yeah definitely yeah alright well that's where we're at three weeks in okay so so let's go ahead and wrap this up now let's get around to wrapping this up with okay. a few final thoughts here 
uh, just some notes I made that I'm going to read from here. Social media is like money. It's not going to make you a better or worse person all on its own, but it's definitely going to greatly exaggerate what's already there mm -hmm. and potentially bring out the very worst. Um, I don't think money is the root of all evil, but, no. I, but I do think that it is an exaggerator of you. Yep. Uh, and I think that's what social media is. I've called social media in the past the id of the internet, meaning the subconscious gnarly part of the mind, according to old Freudian theory. Um, and I think and I still hold to that in, in many ways because it appeals to our darker nature when we can say things without consequences. L. Ron Hubbard wanted to live a life without consequences. He wanted to be cause, not effect. So he only wanted to be cause. He only wanted to make things happen. He didn't want to be at the adverse effect of anything that he had ever done. Good luck with that. Well, here's the weird <laughs> thing is that that's exactly what people who are posting anonymously on mm -hmm. social media they think are, gonna happen. Yeah. are doing. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. That's what they're trying to do. Um, and it makes you into an uglier person mm -hmm. when you think that there's no moral consequences right, for your right. actions. It's inevitable that you're going to have a moral decline in the face of that attitude. Yep. It's, 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 just, it's just a black and white truth that when people think that it doesn't matter what they do or say, that they will do and say anything mm -hmm. they want. Mm -hmm. And we have... You know, manners and morals and restrictions and and guidelines and and civilization for a reason. Right, right. You know, we have rules for a reason. Well, yeah, the, the manners are the oil that lubricates yeah. social interaction. Right. So when we throw those morals and those those manners out the window and say they don't matter anymore because social media has made it a whole new world, no, that's not how humans work. Right. That might that you might mistakenly think that's how technology works, but that's not how humans work. So that's, n there's nothing but bad things down that path. Um, you know, the other thing is that the amount of misinformation that's going oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even by news media now. I mean, news has taken, I don't think it's an arguable, I don't mm -hmm. think it's a controversial point to say the quality of news media has taken a steep dive since so, since the, you know, birth of the internet. Um, that's not to say that the truth isn't out there and you can't find it, but you, sometimes you really got to look and you got to look hard. And the need for critical thinking skills has never been greater than it is now because of that need to go mm -hmm. find the truth. It's not just given to you on a silver platter. What's given to you on a silver platter are advertisements, disguised as news stories. Right, right. Real fine print on the bottom, you can find it, but it's, you know, they, they have to tell you, but they don't make it obvious. And you'd be surprised how much propaganda you're reading under the guise of news. Of course, social media wasn't the cause of that. You know, the 24-hour news cycle and Ted Turner and CNN, mm -hmm. that all preceded the internet. Uh, and that's also part of the problem there, too. And, of course, the change of regulations in the 80s and fair uh, reporting and stuff right, like that. Right. There, are many, there are many causes for this, but I am going to point out that social media is definitely one of them. I was looking at some other articles and, and, uh, and blog posts today from other people who had done this sort of thing, and I'm going to quote a guy named Jason Zook, who's, uh, I'm linking the article below in the show notes, 
and at sensiblyspeaking.com or on the YouTube description. But he said uh, just 10 days into what he called his detox, his social media detox. He said, just 10 days into my detox, I started to feel like my attention span was increasing and the length of time I could focus on one task was greatly improving. Hmm. There is something really important there in that statement because I found the same thing. Did you notice any change like that? Not You don't have to I, have, but... I didn't. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I did um, because uh, my attention span was actually becoming less than that of a goldfish. Yeah. And that's a thing. Like that's apparently a, a, a surveyed thing now with, with people is that our attention spans are becoming less, noticeably significantly less, because of the habit-forming uh, addictive nature of social media mm -hmm. and the fact that we feel like we have to check it every now and again with these alarm bells going off in our heads periodically if we don't. So that, uh, so by taking that out of your life, you extend the actual potential for happiness, learning, mm -hmm. uh, et cetera, because your attention span can be more and, and your ability to focus on what you're doing when you're doing it improves. And so just this last business is if you've been listening to this whole podcast and now that we're all done and we've been railing against all this stuff and talking about how horrible and evil it is, uh, and I'm being tongue-in-cheek here because I'm back on social media, so is my wife. Right. Uh, I posted today. I went through my feed. Uh, I went through Twitter. I reannounced myself there, and I was looking at stuff. And, you know, I'm going to be on social media again, but I'm, but I'm not putting it on my phone again. And, um, and I'm not going to allow myself to get addicted to it again. I, 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 I got out of Scientology. I never let myself get addicted to cigarettes. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really super clear in my head now how this, how this works. And, uh, and I wanted to share all this with you guys. Um, you know, if you're out there thinking, I could, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to quote some lines here. If you're, if you're thinking out there, I could take a break from social media whenever I want to. I don't need a break. That's all. Or if you're thinking, I only use social media to waste time. Or I'm not addicted to social media because I only check it a few times a day. I'm just going to say you might possibly want to reevaluate some of those rationalizations of yours because it's, oh, yeah. you know. Okay, enough said. <laughs> so thanks for coming around and watching, guys. Thank you very much for being part of this. Oh, babe. you're welcome. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, this was fun, and it was a definitely, definitely a learning experience and a growing experience and something I highly recommend everybody do. In this day and age, I don't think we have ever needed to take a break as much, and, um, you know, here in the United States or anywhere. All right, guys, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.